I'm reporting live from the Gathering for Gardener 8, and with me is Dana Richards, who has actually edited the Colossal Book of Short Puzzles and Problems. By uh, Puzzles by, particularly by? By Martin Gardner. This is a, a book of Martin Gardner puzzles that uh, I put together and helped him assemble, but the, all of the puzzles are, came from his Scientific American column over a space of 25 years, and it contains every single puzzle in that column. And what's especially amazing about that is, so we're at this conference where there's, what, 250, 300. 300 people that were, you know, we traveled here to celebrate and honor uh, Martin Gardner, and there are, I guess, thousands of people around the world, really, that were deeply, deeply touched by this work. Well, Martin has an enormous set of files. There's 160 boxes that currently in Stanford of his files. And if you go through them, as I have, uh, pick a, any random file, and you'll find letter after letter <laughs> of people who start. They have something to say, but they usually start off with a couple paragraphs saying how deeply influenced they were by Martin Gardner's I wrote company. a letter like that myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> and how uh, I would never have been a mathematician if it hadn't been for your column. And the list of luminaries who, um, in the math uh, world who attributed their start to him is quite impressive. So it's, um, it's, it's a pretty universal thing. And that's why so many people are here. They all feel some debt to Martin. And, uh, and so they, they're, they're coming out even though he's not here. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Why do you think that is? Oh, Martin is a, a very shy person. Uh, in all of his years, he's never given a single public lecture. Uh, though he's amazing. Been, he's been invited many times. Because he's, he's written vast amounts. He's a very articulate in person. Uh, in fact, when you speak to him in person, the uh, funny thing is he speaks in complete sentences uh, in the sense that uh, he is very articulate, talks as if he were dictating to a machine. Uh-huh. He's very, very clear, very clear speaker, uh, Very thinks everything through, but it's not that hurdle that he has it's that he is shy yeah he's just a very shy person and has even though he's uh, has ties to the magic uh, world he has never performed magic in public really yes yeah you know we i guess we have a lot of world famous mathematicians i mean a magic well mathematicians but also magicians here i didn't realize that his influence in the magic community was as important as uh his influence in the magic community is, is enormous. Uh, I have a bibliography of things he's written. He has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tricks published since 1930 in various magic so journals. even longer than the math career. Much longer, much longer. His, his roots all go back to magic. And um, so it's a, it's a very wide community. Uh, you'll find a lot of people say that uh, he was very influential in their magic career. Yeah. And... Um, He's, he never has specialized in large illusions or anything like that. He only does uh, tricks that have some principle, not always mathematical principles, but often combinatorial principles and yeah. that a mathematician would appreciate even if you wouldn't want to label them mathematical principles. Let me just interject something for our local listeners. So um, Martin is actually grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is just down the road from where this is, you know, the radio station where this originates, and uh, now lives in Norman, but I guess he lived most of the time in New York, but he's returned to uh, just around in our neck of woods, which is quite right. a privilege. His, um, well, I know something about his biography, and, and, and I can say that he did grow up in Tulsa, he was born in Tulsa in 1914, uh, and uh, lived there until he went to college in 1932. Um, his father was a, a wildcatter. They lived a pretty comfortable life and he 
uh, was a voracious reader and, and he liked a lot of topics, though he really wasn't a very good student in school uh, and uh, because he didn't like what teachers did to him and made him do. Uh, but uh, in any event, he uh, went off to the University of Chicago and never moved back to yeah. Texas, uh, never moved Oklahoma. back to Oklahoma after that. Um, as, but as you said, in the last couple of years, he's returned to Norman because his son is a professor there and can help take care of him in his 90s. Yeah, I guess he's 93 yes. right now. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have a taste of his wares for us? A puzzle? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know what I can tell you about a puzzle. Uh, the book is full of them. Uh, I was trying to think of one that um, can be described simply, and it's uh, this the worm on the elastic rope? No, we haven't used that one. Well, let's talk about that. You know, we've used a lot of his puzzles already, but we, there's so many. There's Yeah, some of the best known ones I'm not using because I think you may have heard them before. But this is one where you have a, um, uh, a rope, and, and it can be um, as long as you like or as short as you like. Let's make it simple and say it's a meter long. And um, then you have a worm that's crawling along, which you can idealize as a single point. It's moving along the rope at a steady rate of, of one, let's say, one centimeter per second. And then, after a second, somebody comes and pulls the rope. It's elastic, and now it's two meters long. And the, but the worm keeps crawling along one centimeter per second, and after a second, somebody pulls it again. Now it's three meters long. And then he pulls, and then he goes, keeps going, keeps moving along at the same rate of speed, and every second the rope gets longer and longer. And the question is, does the worm ever make it to the other end of the rope? Why don't we come back next week and you'll tell us the answer? I'll tell you the answer next week. Okay, so I'm with uh, Dana Richards. Who? Uh, what's the exact title of the comp- compilation again? The Colossal Book of Short Puzzles and Problems. It should be called The Colossal Book of Short Problems and Puzzles, but the editors thought better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much.